When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, how about you, everybody? Welcome into this week's edition of the Overlive Recruiting Show. Today is June the 7th, 2023. I'm your host, Jeffrey Lee, Senior Recruiting Editor for Overlive on 3. I'm joined as always and most of the time, almost 60% of the time, he's 100% of the time here. His name is Cole Payson. How about you, Cole? How about you? All I right. Got, I got me another, uh, got me another J-head. Oh. There it is. Oh. In honor of him not being here today. Yeah. Let me see. Turn around. Oh, there it is out there. Yeah, see the line. You know, I do, I do, I do. All right, uh, I'll allow it. I'll allow it. Hey, <laughs> listen, uh, Jay Head is um, on assignment today. We'll, we'll put it that way. He's uh he's back and forth from the can. <laughs> he's uh he's taking the day off. Let's put it that way. Deservedly so. Yeah, uh, we will. Uh, we'll get him back Sunday. We hope he feels better, man. Always to miss Jay Head and his insight. We love him. Hope he gets better and joins us back on Sunday for the call-in show. Uh, but this was probably, Cole, um, a great day for him to miss because we've got so much to talk about. We really do. So much has happened. So yep. much is going to happen. So much is happening right now. Uh, before we get to it all, Cole, a uh, perfect opportunity for people in Auburn or Opelika in Lee County, Alabama, right now is the time to get your house on the market, folks. Um it's the perfect time to find that dream home, that uh, forever home you've been looking for. And we've got just the person that will help you do it all, whether you want to buy, you want to sell, if you want to do both. Uh, Jessica Andrus with the Talents Group, 334-704-4442. She is a fantastic realtor. She will get it done and get you uh, into your dream home, or at least the one you want to really want to move into. Uh, she's definitely done it for me. And uh, very grateful to her for that. Give her a call, folks. Jessica Andrus with the Talents Group, 334-704-4442. Tell her we sent you. Cool. We have seen uh, the month of June. Here we go, right? Yes. You've got yes. official visits, unofficial visits, camps, offers, commitments. Uh, although that last one, we're still waiting to see on some commitments, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's but uh we- it's almost like, man, if June were just, if this, if if the kids weren't trying to do it so quick, you feel a bit better, right? Instead of like trying to get everything done, like I want to shut it down in June. I want it over, you know. That's not working in Auburn's favor all that that great, in my opinion. Not a great year for that to happen. No, no, not the right year for that. Not the right year, but hey. <laughs> I guess all you can do if you're Auburn is make these inroads, right? You can you can plant the seeds and uh, um, and hope it comes to fruition later on. But like Cole said, you've got Demarcus Riddick who's taking his official visits. Um, well, he visited Georgia last weekend, Auburn this weekend, Alabama the next weekend, and then he's ready to shut it down. That's not something. That's not working. Going to work in Auburn's favor. Auburn's going to need mid, middle of the season. They're going to need November. Yeah. And listen, just because the kid says I'm shutting it down in June doesn't mean he's shutting it down. And it doesn't mean Auburn's going to go, oh, okay, man, hey, appreciate the opportunity. Uh, good luck to you. <laughs> well, that's uh, certainly that's, not going to happen. Uh, right. he, he may think he's shutting it down, but, yeah. And that maybe that's going to make Alabama or Georgia, to uh, whichever school he's committed to, 
uh, make them feel a little better. But Auburn's certainly going to keep uh, recruiting him. I think Cole, you posted yesterday that um, you're, you're leaning Alabama for Riddick. Um, yeah, and I don't think anybody will argue with you. Although, man, you you put in a prediction for Auburn back in February, maybe. Uh, yeah, I think it was March. It was well, it was March ninth. I think the day we all had to oh, put right. in three right. for the network. I uh, thought it was a great pick. I still do. Well, I definitely thought it was at the time. Right I, at I the talked, time. I talked to Riddick this morning. I went I went to Chilton County High School this morning. He knew about the pick I made. He's like, yeah, it made sense at the time. Yeah, he was feeling it. Now it's a, little, it's a little more even. Uh, he was honest yeah. about that. So, well, that's fair. Um, and he was uh, he was great to talk to you and. Uh, He'll be in town this weekend, Cole. I'm trying to think off the top. Auburn's got a fantastic group of official visitors coming in this weekend. Uh, the, the headliner there being Demarcus Riddick. You've got Jalen Crawford coming in. Who I else? Have the, I have the list here. Cool. Go, uh, for, go for it. You've got Cohen Eccles. Oh. Uh, who, I'm I, I'm telling you, Auburn staff loves this guy. Offensive tackle from Katy, Texas. Katy, Texas, yes. There's two Eccles, not to be confused with William Eccles from Mississippi, who camped um, Monday. He camped at Auburn Monday, spent the whole day at Auburn. He comes out. He's not just an offensive line recruit anymore. He is a defensive line recruit. Hmm. He's going to be on the visitor list this weekend, official visitor. Um, and he's also camping again as a defensive lineman, not an offensive lineman. Wait a minute. William's coming. So both William and Cohen are going to be both, here? This yes. Week. Both Eccles, and they are spelled different. Cohen is is without an E on the Eccles, and then there's an E on William Eccles. It's the confusing. Definitely check out the visitor list so you can get the differential there. Did you add um, William? Yeah. I so did. he's on that list. Okay. He is. Uh, yeah, he's going to be there. He's camping again. Like, you know, I, respect, man, respect on that. Because he wants, he wants to go and be coached by Jeremy Garrett this time. Because he was with the O-line the entire time Monday. So he's like, man, I don't, you know. Garrett showed me some love. I'm going to go camp for him this time. Love it. I love that attitude. That's good. And he showed some pop as a D-lineman. Jeremy Garrett thought so, too. That's probably where he's being recruited more more so now. Um, and you, you said Bryce Kane's going to be there. Um, Bryce Kane's coming Friday morning. Unofficial, right? Unofficial. Uh, it's going to uh, be unofficial, is it? I okay. think. I mean, you know uh, – He's, right. he's under the impression it's going to be an official visit, and so he knows more than I do about it. So uh, I think I've got him listed as an unofficial visit, but like I said, he okay. knows more about it than I do. Um, so if he, if he's going to the thing is he's going to camp at Auburn Friday, and then he's going to camp at Troy on Saturday. Uh, but in between those two camps, he's going to have an official visit to Auburn, which is why I think that might not be technically an official visit. I think he'll probably have a visit. Uh, but it probably won't count against him or Auburn uh, as far as an official visit. So, but well, they they can pretty much treat it like one without sure. without all the you know bells and whistles, sure. which is exactly what they did yesterday uh, as we're recording this Wednesday on Tuesday at Kamori House there. Mm. I, like I mean, we, there's so many things to talk about right now. Yeah. Kamori House is uh, listed as a linebacker by on three. He was at Auburn on Tuesday for an unofficial visit, but when I talked to him, he's like. Eh, it was pretty much an official visit, you know. It was they didn't pay for anything, he said, but it was treated like one. They showed me what would happen on an official visit. You know, this is uh, this is the dorm rooms. This is you know everything. Sure. So he got the full view there. This kid is from California, but mom just moved to Atlanta. He's staying with her a lot too. So he said Auburn's top three: Washington, Texas, Auburn. That's the three. 
I, I mean, I mean, it's, it's all moving pretty fast. There's new names to track. That guy, he loves the pitch from Ron Roberts. He spent the entire day with Ron Roberts uh, and nobody else but Ron Roberts and Hugh Freeze, which I thought was interesting. Uh, he is a star for Ron Roberts, not linebacker, meaning he's a nickel, basically. And he is on the DB board, he says. I thought that was awesome. Yeah. He thought it was awesome. 6-2-2-10? Uh, yeah, somewhere in that range. I mean, he loves that pitch. To me, okay. he's Auburn's to lose. I think if Auburn pushes for him, they got him. I truly believe that after talking to him. So, um, But back to the visitor list this weekend. Kinsley Faustin, four-star DB from Naples, Florida. I think he's a safety for, for Auburn. Um, if things go well there and they push. Again, this is a guy I could see in the class, no hey. doubt. And then uh, some of the headliners, man, Caleb Holmes. Yeah. We just haven't gotten to talk about him enough, but, I mean, I don't think he's quite on commit watch yet, but I think there's a chance he ends up in the class. I mean, okay. a strong chance, especially with this visit. Have you talked uh, to him before? You know, I've talked I talked to him at Under Armour camp. Okay. Which was in February and didn't realize – how big of an Auburn target he was at the time, and they were recruiting him. And he said, "Yeah, they talked to him." What what I came to understand about Caleb is he's not a big talker. So okay, he actually was getting recruited pretty heavily by Auburn and still is. Uh, one of the top guys for Auburn, from what I understand. Interior guy. Interior. Okay. Yep. Then you got uh, Walker White's going to be there to help out. Uh, he he was able to be there, so he's he wasn't going to miss that chance, evidently. Um. Jalen Crawford. And he's going to camp. And so camp. He, That's he, awesome, too. He is. So he, he is going to work with Philip Montgomery, with uh, with Hugh Freeze, with all those Jesse Stone, um, Ken yep. Austin. So he's going to get there. He's going to work. He's going to throw. Uh, really looking forward to seeing him out there, man. I think that will be really cool to see Walker White. He's going to be here for an unofficial visit. You know, he wanted to come next weekend with Casey Poe and those big dogs. Uh, yeah. But he couldn't. He's going to be on a seven on seven. So uh, he somehow made it work. His dad was uh, was not optimistic that they were going to be able to make it any time this month. But Walker has uh, has found some time. He's going to make it in for Friday. So I thought that was a big deal. Huge. And, and not to mention, you know, we're still trying to figure out who's all going to be there Friday. But I sure. think there's going to be a couple of receivers that you know Auburn likes, from what I understand. I'm still trying to confirm a few of those. Names. Friday being the the next elite camp. The camp. Yes. Um, so, you know, if you get the quarterback commit throwing to those guys, if somebody asks, you know, how big of a deal is Walker White to these guys? Well, if he's throwing to them and they see, hey, a dude can put it, you know, where he wants it, that's a big deal, especially at camp. Then probably your your two biggest, or excuse me, your three biggest, Demarcus Riddick, Jalen Crawford, Daniel Hill. Mm. Huge, huge weekend for those guys. Jalen Crawford hadn't said much about him, but, I mean, you, you could – potentially knock it home here with him uh, over LSU and Clemson. I mean, we thought for a while there was a great chance for Auburn there. I don't know, man. There, there's so many guys to just keep a close eye on, and, and I think the staff feels the same way. It's almost overwhelming for them. Like, oh, my gosh, how do we get them all here this weekend? How do we get them all there this next weekend? It's going to be a lot, you know. It's it's exciting. It's an exciting time. Um, uh, let's see, Jalen da- Daniel Hill finally making it to Auburn. He's been trying to make it to Auburn since like February, March, and then April. And it was, oh, I can't do this. I'm gonna yeah. come to A day. Didn't want him to come to A day. Let's go to this. Couldn't make it that day. All right, I'm gonna reschedule this. 
So he's finally coming. He was going to come the first weekend in June. You know, even told Chad Simmons, I'll be at Auburn June the 2nd. Well, he rescheduled to, to this weekend. So uh, good to see what he says. Daniel Hill, probably the top running back on Auburn's board, along with Kevin Riley. Uh, so that'll be a big, uh, big deal. Bryce Kane, I wanted to talk real quick. You know, I talked to him Tuesday night. I thought it was interesting not only that he's coming to camp uh, and visit Friday, but he will also be announcing his commitment to either Auburn or Ole Miss next mm-hmm. week. He, he threw Mississippi State in there. He went to uh, camp at Mississippi State last week. But this is an Auburn-Ole Miss battle. And he was so honest with me, Cole. He said, you know what? Ole Miss is leading right now. Not by much, but, but Auburn's right there with them. I haven't visited Auburn since A-Day. So right. I've been to Ole Miss. I've camped with them. I've visited with them. I've spent time with their coaches. So right now, Ole Miss is, is, is leading. And um, sure. I think 24-7 Ole Miss guys have crystal balls in. I think on threes, uh, uh, Ole Miss guys have predictions in for Bryce Kane to end up at Ole Miss. So on 24-7, I think he's 100% to Ole Miss. I think on, on three, he's 98, 98% to Ole Miss. Uh, that that might even out, depending on what happens after this weekend. I I mean, I, it, I, would, I, would, be, I would be a little disappointed. If yeah. he doesn't end up at Auburn, I mean, like in in the staff, like if you can't get this guy committed after uh, having the last weekend visit, and, and 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 assuming they still want the kid, and I think they do, that's you 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 got to have Bryce Kane. I I think it depends on how soon they want the guy. If they you know if they see him camp and then they go okay we really want him. I don't know if it's like a gung ho full staff. Let's get him in the boat. But it, that could have changed over the past week. I mean, that camp film came out of him from Alabama. He looked very good. I, I'm sure they probably saw that and went, hmm, maybe we should go ahead and maybe get him in the class. I would not be surprised by that at all. I've heard mixed things on that front all through his recruitment. You know, do they want him? How bad do they want him? Would they take him? I, I've heard yes and no, but I, I'd lean towards yes. So I think a lot can change this weekend. Be awesome to see Walker White throwing to Bryce Kane. Oh yeah, it would Friday. Yeah. I really want to see that. Love Bryce Kane, man. I hope he ends up at Auburn only, but that's been selfish because I like the kid personally. Um, enjoy talking to him, and uh, he, he's awesome. Um, Bryce Kane's coming in, uh, and then hey, listen, Auburn turns around. So you get these guys, and listen, these guys will be here. Friday's going to be the elite camp, so some of these official visitors are going to get here Sunday. Uh, they're going to get here Sunday. Some might leave Sunday afternoon, but most will leave Monday. I really like how Auburn's designing these official visits, uh, yep. where most of these kids are leaving on Monday now, Monday morning, uh, because hey, listen, you turn around on Monday and you're getting Cam Coleman on campus. You're getting uh, let me pull my list up here. You got a call? Here we go. Yeah, Caleb Odom. Caleb Odom's coming in. Uh, L.J. McCray, Daniel Ooh. Calhoun, Red Ooh. Morgan. Uh, Jaden yeah. Lewis is coming in for his official visit. Daniel Calhoun, huge. Cam Coleman, huge. Caleb Odom, huge. Yep. L.J. McCurry, I don't know much about him, but he's a four-star top 100 recruit from Daytona Beach. Defensive lineman. He's, he's a freak. That's the guy. I mean, I know Jeremy Garrett loves that guy, no doubt. Daniel Calhoun is one of those guys that you really need. He's one of those stud. Well, yeah. he's listed as an interior guy, but he's six six and a half. I thought... When he came over in the spring, he played tackle at Under Armour. I know that because okay. I have a couple of videos of him, uh, and he can. I think he can play tackle. So I mean, you're 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 getting you're you're losing guys on Monday 
as they're leaving official visits and turning around and getting Cam Coleman in. And him and Red Morgan, you know, Cole, I think when we talked to Cam and Red both back in a couple of weeks ago, hell, they were just here in May. I remember they drove up that afternoon and we just hung out for a few mm-hmm. hours. And we talked to them after they left. And uh, they said at the time, June 12th through the 14th, is probably going to be our official visits. They went ahead and locked it in. I thought that they would tell Cam Coleman to wait, and Red Morgan for that matter. Uh, you're right down the road. Maybe maybe that's why they were like, I, I was surprised that they're going to use their official visits in June. I guess that's what it is. Well, I think there was – I think they want – I would – Daniel Calhoun, Daniel Hill, uh, anybody that's huge like that, Demarcus Riddick, they want them to official visit later. Get here. But the situation is different now. It, it's, it's not going to work out that way it's just because everybody's making their moves right now. And if you don't have them for an official visit, is that is it too late to wait for the season? It really, it's a tough call, but you don't want to play that game. You don't want to get in that situation. So they're conceding and going, yeah, let's go ahead and do it. Let's get them. I think. I think that's what's happening. Oh, I tell you what. Let's don't forget about who's coming in Wednesday for an unofficial visit. Malik Blockton. Oh yeah. Who yeah, is- he's uh he'll camp as well. He right. Will camp. And he will announce – what did he tell me? He's announcing in July? July. 12th or something? Yeah, yeah. Uh, or Mid-July, somewhere. Yeah. So he's another in-state kid. And, you know, you, me and Jay had all talk about there's two, type of, two types of guys you want to get committed in these classes, and that's statement, recru- statement, commit- statement recruits and beating Alabama and Georgia for anybody. Uh, you've got to be able to do that some of years. But then you've got these in-state guys. You want to keep them from going to the Floridas, to, from the Clemsons to the – you know, to the old misses. Yeah. Um, so both of Malik Blockton and Bryce Kane both uh, fit into that bill. Malik Blockton's either going to go to Auburn, Texas, or Florida. Yep. Those and this kid three. is right down the road, brother of Marcus Harris. He's saving his OB until the Iron Bowl because he wants to be on the field with his brother. By the way, Cole, I, I found this out for you and me, really. Marcus Harris and Malik Blockton have the same mother and the same father. Mm-hmm. Marcus Harris is a junior. So his father's name is Marcus Harris. So is Malik Blockton's father. Right. They, their parents split up when the mother was pregnant with Malik. So Marcus hmm. kept his dad's name, and Malik took his mom's name. Gotcha. So you've got Marcus Harris and Malik Blockton. They're, but they are uh, as blood as, as me and my brother. I mean, they, they look, are. I don't know if you've seen Malik lately. They look exactly alike. In really? The face. Yes. In the face, yeah. You know, Marcus kind of got the hair going on, but they look the same. I'll be, I've never really looked at them and thought, you know. Yeah. But, yeah, so Malik talked to him. He's going to be back for the Iron Bowl. Um, we'll see what happens with him next Wednesday. And, man, I'm trying to think. I think there, there's more. Oh, man, we didn't even and, – <laughs> So you've got, this, got DeMarcus Riddick and Jalen Crawford and those guys coming in Friday or Saturday. You've got Cam Coleman and uh, Daniel Hill and Daniel, Daniel Calhoun and all those guys coming in Monday. You've got uh, Mark, uh, Malik Blockton coming in Wednesday. Yep. Then, then you've got Casey Poe, Perry Thompson, uh, Preston Taum, yeah. Jameson Riggs, who was here. Was he here? No, he wasn't here Monday. That was uh, – Michael Taylor, Tolliver, John Wayne Tolliver, Oliver, Oliver. <laughs> but hey, let's talk about this new guy, Cole. You yeah. added to the June 16th list. 
I did. I did. I added him today. Um, ben Egamawa, big deal on this one. Uh, you know, he's kind of working over there in the West Coast, getting a few, getting some attention over there. Like Kamori House, that was a guy that he knew about and, and got them on. And um, Preston Talmua is a guy that he knows pretty well. Obviously, the Hawaiian connection there and, and, and that he's uh, just, he's got some connections out there in the West Coast and he's, He's working them, and Jake Thornton also went out there uh, during the uh, when the coaches got on the road, I believe, as well. So they got some they got some attention out there. Uh, DeAndre Carter kind of had it in the back pocket. I mean, it is like didn't even hear his name until two days ago, and here he is going to officially visit. I don't know much about him. He's got official visits set up to USC, Michigan State, and Auburn. So you would wow. think that might be the three. Everybody's kind of going to three right now, it seems like. And those seem to be his three. USC seems to be a big deal. Um, obviously, he's right over there. But, you know, you never know. He's at Mater Day, Santa Ana, California. Yes, which is, isn't that like a top-shelf school out there? If it's, this, I think they have a couple of different campuses. Okay, I see. But I, I think so. I think I think that's... I think Keith would call, say it's modern day. Modern day, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's right. Uh, that's a Yankee. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, that, and then you know, there's probably going to be some guys out of that list. But next Friday, what's that a week? So it's Friday week. You got Barry Thompson, DeAndre Carter, Casey Poe, Preston Talmoa, Jamison Riggs, and those are just the guys that we know of right now. Right. I think they're so they lost two. On that, on that's that right, right. sure it is. Sure, you sure you did. lose Justin Green, who committed to Georgia, four-star D lineman from uh, Meadow Lawrenceville, Meadow yeah. View, Mountain, Meadow, View. Mountain View, uh, and then you lost Kevin Haywood, offensive lineman from Pennsylvania, who committed to Wisconsin. You know, tough, tough to get some of these out-of-state guys. But like we said, I mean, the besides Reese Baker. And, and, you know, Jaquan McCroy is not an option anymore. I mean, what else is there around here besides the state of Georgia and not too many in Florida this year? So you got to. You got to expand. You got to try to go get those guys. I mean, um, why not? You know, if they're interested and if they're going to officially visit, you should try You should try to swing for the fences with the, those guys, and they are. I mean, I think they have a pretty good shot with Preston Talmua and and DeAndre Carter now that I've learned a little bit about him. Do you know what, Cole? Yeah. Hugh, Hugh Freeze has recruited nationally. He recruited nationally at Ole Miss. Yeah. Um, and he's doing that now. And Auburn, and, and and better than any Auburn coach that I've seen, even going back to Tuberville, uh, Chiswick, Gus. Uh, but he, he's at least getting these California guys on campus, these yeah. Utah guys on campus, these Michigan guys on campus, these Hawaii guys on campus. Right. Um, so – We'll see if it pays off, man. Um, Keith would probably advise him to to drop that and stick with your traditional footprint. Yeah. Uh, and I, I I'm willing to at least I'm, I'm Missouri. I'll, I'll wait and see. But, well, I I think even Keith pointed out, you know, there's a lack of of the the top end offensive lineman down here this year right for on. whatever reason. So, I mean, if you're looking at positions and going. Which position looks the – what's the outlook? Uh, which position has the best outlook right now? You might well say offensive line. I mean, there's a lot of options there. There's a sure. ton of options. And, and Casey Poe, who we haven't talked much about on this podcast, but 
you know, we know where where Auburn stands with him. We know where he stands with Auburn and Walker White. And obviously the, the competition's tough, but there is a legitimate shot there for Auburn. Casey Poe going to be with that group next weekend. Uh, I'm trying to think, Cole, uh, what else we had. Oh, I know what I want. The three guys, the three offensive linemen, you mentioned Reese Baker. These guys were always, um, yeah, Zach in the back says, Mater Day has produced three Heisman winners and have only had five losing seasons. So they're okay. always really good, always producing uh, D1 talent. Was that was that Reggie Bush, Zach? Probably. I think Reggie Bush and Matt Leinart. No, or is that just SC? Is that what I'm thinking of? L.A. I'm sure a lot of those guys go to USC. I, I bet. Bryce Young. Bryce Young. There you go. Yeah, there you go. I told you. Matt Leinart. Oh, me. Um. Oh, the three the three offensive linemen that came and camped Monday, Cole. You were there. You saw them. There was it was uh, it was uh, Nashville, Brooke, Brentwood. <clears throat> excuse me, John Wayne Oliver. Yeah. It was uh, um, William Eccles. William Eccles, who's who we talked about earlier, and then yep. uh, Reese Baker. What did you think about those three guys? Uh, well, you know, as much as I want to sit there and just analyze every single thing that they do, I like to watch the reactions of coaches. I think they give off reactions when when somebody does something good and and they're they like what they're seeing. Well, Reese Baker was the guy they used to demonstrate every drill. He was he was the one that Jake Thornton sort of locked in on. And there was probably, um, I would say probably thirty or forty offensive linemen that attended, and all in that offensive line group. They split it into two because there were so many. But whenever they needed to show something to the rest of the offensive linemen, they used Reese Baker. Hey, um, here he's going to show you how to do this move. He's going to show you how to do this step, this drill. And that spoke a lot to me. I know how this can go. And, you know, if, if they're using him for that, they think he's doing something right. And uh, they gave him a lot of praise. He he hung out the whole day afterward, him and his mom. Um, you know, I got, a, I got a prediction in for him to Auburn. I feel great about it. I don't think he ends up anywhere else right now. So, I think they made that clear to him. There's a long meeting, from what I understand, with him and Hugh Freeze and, and Jake Thornton. So okay. I think they're working on him. No doubt that he's a take. I think so, yes. Okay. I feel pretty confident in saying that. Okay. Well, I mean, they spent a lot of time on it, on him, it sounds like. They did. They did. They were wanting to see him. Actually, I think they even told him, hey, you know, you don't really have to camp. We've seen some good things from you. He goes, oh, I want to. And that was when they're like, yeah, this is our guy. This is our kind of guy here. Oh, good. Okay, I'm sorry. Uh, Meet Marshall just committed to uh, Georgia Tech, I believe. That's what that is. Yeah, you know, <laughs> he was at Auburn Monday as well. That's right. This is Fat Burnett's cousin, I believe, right? In Andalusia. Yeah, yeah, teammates. I know they're teammates. I don't okay. know. But, uh, you know, a guy that Auburn's kind of had an eye on. And Auburn fans, especially on our board, they've asked, you know, why hasn't he gotten an Auburn offer? I don't really know the answer to that, but. You know, he didn't camp. I thought it might have been a good idea for him to camp and go, hey, look, you know, you should offer me, you know, if he's interested in Auburn. But he didn't. So he had a Georgia Tech shirt on when he was there that day. No way. He sure did. <laughs> so uh, I would cross him off the board probably. Yeah, I just never felt like Auburn was crazy about him to begin with. Yeah, I, I think you're right. I got the same feeling. Uh, 
Although I have said before, you know, he couldn't end up in the class just because I'm, I'm thinking down the line. Oh, absolutely. Circle back to. Now I'm thinking, eh, I don't think he's a circle back guy anymore. I think he's probably going to be uh, where he committed there. He ain't no circle back boy. <laughs> um, hey, we put up a real quick last minute kind of uh, questions from the corner uh, today. We were uh, a day early on rec- recording, and um, we're going to get uh, we're going to get to some questions now because we've covered. Listen, folks, we're going to be all over this June, and uh, I want everybody to know if you haven't already signed up for Auburn Live on three. Dude, June is the, June. You'll get your money's worth in the month of June, entire year, um, as, as you will. I mean, and, and yeah, you know, summer's about to start. Fall's going to be practice. It's going to be kicking off, and uh, we, we're going to have it all at Auburn Live on three. And you, right now, you got it for a one dollar, one dollar for three months, or uh, go ahead and get that entire year for fifty bucks. Man, can't really beat it. It's a fantastic, uh, fantastic deal, and a lot of people have already jumped on it. Man, we've had a, a several new. Uh, subscribers come over from other sites and we certainly and i've noticed and recognized several of them and we appreciate them and their loyalty to us uh, but we're going to go with uh somebody has nominated bobby sweatpants by the way as the uh best poster on the board <laughs> he's pretty good man so it will uh we'll, we'll start off with we'll, we'll let him we'll let him, let him uh start it off tonight bobby sweatpants wants to know prediction on how many top 100 players are in this class um there are 100 uh players uh, in this class, top, there are 100 top 100 players in this class, Bobby. Um, I don't think anyone's going to argue that. I don't think that's a trick question of any type. But yeah, my prediction for how many top 100 players are in this class is 100. That is the Bobby Sweatpants answer if I've ever heard one. <laughs> is it? I'm going to give him a little taste of his own medicine. Nah, that's uh, perfect. So, uh, in, in Auburn's class, I, I just looked through while, while we were uh, while you were talking there. I, there's about five. That I could see maybe happening, which Perry Thompson, Walker White, by the way, is top one hundred. Yeah, ninety-eight. I think so. Yeah, uh, Jamonte Waller. I really could see that one happening after he visited. Um, who was the other one? Cam Coleman. Yeah. Um, Kate. Well, I'm not going to go that far. Yeah. I would put the over and under at three and a half. Three and a half sounds about right. And I don't know which one I would go. Yeah, I would say, so Bobby, to answer your question, in my opinion, three to four. I'd go with four. Okay. That's, that's where I'm going to go with. Good stuff. Uh, Mr. Robert Dale, one, is Auburn still the team to beat for Jalen Crawford after that UF official and the recent buzz around LSU? It's a fair question. I've actually been uh, reading on you know Keith's reports on Jalen Crawford. A lot of people think LSU going to be tough. Uh, and, and they feel like Florida made a very big impression on him during that visit. I guess. So, I guess. Uh, well, I want to. I want to see what he says after the visit. Well, it, there's a difference between a leader and the team to beat, because leaders change, especially with official visits. There's a very good chance Florida could be his, his leader right now just because he took the official. But I still think the team to beat's Auburn. I really do, because. He has a really good relationship there. I just remember him being there that day. We were there, and I felt like, yeah, you know, he. It just seems like he makes sense in this class. They've they've fought for him for a while. He's been, you know, they've told him he's the top guy at corner nickel. It doesn't matter. He's the top guy on the DB board. I think those reasons, Auburn's the team to beat, but they got to hold on because LSU. Whenever he officially visits there, that's going to be tough. 
I know Clemson's still in the mix too. Um, and Florida, you know, hit a home run with him too. So it's just going to be, he's one of those guys that everybody seems to want that way. I like that answer. Team to beat. Leaders change team to beat. I like, I like that. Yeah. Offers the team to beat. I, I agree. I agree. Oh, Rice DP wants to know, is Joseph Phillips going to UGA? Or is there any chance for Auburn to get back in it before he commits? Cole, this was right up your alley. Uh, mm-hmm. Also, thoughts on if Auburn can get it. Get it in for get in it for Franklin after his OB. Kamarion Franklin is not taking an official visit. Rice, he's going to come in for an unofficial visit Saturday. Hell, we forgot to mention that. I need to put oh, him yeah. down on that yeah. list. Absolutely, uh, Kamarion Franklin. Uh, according to Chad Simmons, he told Chad Simmons, um, "I'm just going to go to Auburn for an unofficial visit. Um, might go back later on, but for for now, it's just going to be an unofficial visit." Yeah. Um, so Auburn can get in. I think Auburn's in it right now for Franklin. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Yeah, offers definitely. Well, we know they're top five. Um, sure. But are they higher than that? Maybe like top three, it's possible. I think Tennessee is, if we're talking about team to beat, I think Tennessee is the team to beat. Uh, just from things that I've heard and read and, and looked around. Uh, but, you know, I mean, everything changes with official visit. This used to be what took place in December, right? Yeah. <laughs> now it's June. It's Six it's just moved early. up. It's the same thing that happened in December. It's almost like the really, really early signing day in a way. So, you know, I, I think things will change. But right now I label Tennessee as the team to beat. I think Auburn's got a chance to dark horse slide in there uh, because I think when you lost Jeremiah Beeman to Bama, I, I really think, all that fire and pressure went on to Franklin from Garrett and Auburn. So I think he'll feel that when he visits and okay. we'll see what happens from there. But Joseph I was Phillips. waiting. I can't believe that question slid to number three. I thought that would be number one and then they'd all be about Joseph Phillips. That seems to be the topic. Um, mm. Confidence has dropped for me. Let me just be honest. Where are you right now? Are you 50-50? Um, I'm you thinking 50, I'm 55, 45, leaning toward Georgia. Okay. Wow. Yeah. That's unacceptable, Cole. I'm telling you, man. No, I, I I'm agree. just telling you. I agree. That's a tough loss there. Tough loss. If that happens, and it hasn't happened yet. Um, right. What I know about Joseph Phillips at this point is that he plans to take an official visit to Auburn I think during the Georgia game <laughs> of all games. Um, I don't know what that means. There's been a lot of speculation. You know, does that mean uh, he's just, he doesn't have the heart to tell him he's 
not going to take his official visit. I don't think so. I think he wanted to do it in the season the whole time. Um, but when I went to talk to him, he's like, I got to get it done. So there's been pressure on him back and forth. I think he's ready to just give it a break. Like I've got to commit somewhere. I need to be left alone for a little bit. Georgia's got my attention right now. That's where it's going to be. I think, um, down the road is Auburn going to quit. Uh, We know they're not. I don't know if it means anything, but if it meant anything for a recruit, for Auburn to not quit, it would have to be for somebody 15 minutes down the road, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, this one's going all the way. It's going to yeah. go all the way. Okay, I could see that, Cole. I could see him uh, committing to Georgia and then flipping in the end. And so no, I don't, have, I don't have confidence that happens right now. I think Georgia's got all the momentum, but we know how that changes back and forth. Well, I mean, Auburn wins seven or eight games, has some momentum in December. I mean, you saw what they did with Keltrick Falk, and Lee, Connor Lou, sure. Sylvester yeah. Smith, and his kids right down the road. Boy, that would be a big statement flip. But you hope it doesn't get to that point. Um, yeah, I mean, this is the point you didn't want it to get to right? if you're Auburn. It's not, um, it's not an unclimbable hole, but it's right. a hole nonetheless. That sure. you, you absolutely did not want to get in this hole. Absolutely. Perfectly said. Perfectly put. Oh, Fruby Sips. Oh, Fruby Sips. Is the staff still expecting uh, Quintrell Bobby Travis? Yeah, Bobby James Bobby, Travis. Bobby Travis, there you go, to become eligible to make it to Auburn. I think so. I think there is some optimism. Cole, do you, do you have anything you want to add there? I, I, I got nothing on that one, honestly. Okay. Um, I, I do think there's optimism there. I don't think there's much with Dequavia uh, uh, Sori. But I'll check on that again. But um, I think Bobby also has some confidence that he will be at Auburn. He just doesn't know when as far as the summer goes. Yeah. Oh, Haskins Lover 13, not to be confused with Haskins Lover 12. Uh, what's the best way to put into words to tell the folks here that the sky isn't falling yet in terms of Auburn recruiting? Uh, good question. It's a good very question. good question. Because you, can, you can sense it right now. I, I understand the frustration. I do. And here's why, Cole. I had a lot of hope, a lot of high hopes coming out of that 2023 class. When yes. you flipped Kay and Lee, when you flipped oh, yeah. Keldrick Falk, when you flipped Sylvester Smith, when you flipped Connor Lou, and then you go in the portal and you dominate. Yes. In, the, in, in December, and you dominate in May. And you've got a pretty damn good 2023 class. Expectations are pretty high for this 2024 class. And it's just not happening. You know, uh, I've got to how about you out to Ward Dan Eagle. And um, and he had a perfect post about um, how Auburn, how recruits are reacting to committing to Auburn at this time. And he's like, they're like, eh, you know, uh, uh, I'll wait, I'll wait. You know, it's just they're very hesitant for whatever reason. And um, so I understand people having concerns right now. But just like Cole and I said just a minute ago with Joe Phillips, I'm going to hold my that's unexcusable or, you know, you, you can't let that happen until December because I can easily see this 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 class coming together late and a lot of people having to eat crow, and I don't want to be one of those guys. Yeah, well, that's part of the NIL world, too. Things like that oh, are yeah. going to happen. The craziest things are going to happen because different deals are, are given at different times. Let's just be honest about that. Sure. Oh, uh, for sure. When do you want? When do you want to show your hand? Are you ready to do yeah. it now, or do you want to hold it 
hey, hold on, I got something coming for you. Bam, there it is. How you feel about this in December? You know, it's it's a timing thing. Do do you want to do you want to just throw it all out there right now? Probably not. Probably not. I, if I know anything about Hugh Freeze, he's been sort of labeled a closer in recruiting, and he probably thinks that way. Let's do everything we can from a relationship standpoint right now, and then we'll open up the bag of tricks, you know, at the end. That's kind of what he did with Keldrick Falk, of course. Um, uh, Connor Lou, Kane Lee, he didn't really have a choice. That's when he came in, but kind of worked out that way. Hey, I, I can show my hand today because I just got here and it's at the end. But to tell people the sky's not falling, well, number one, I'll go back to, and I've said this before, but it's you had to get the right team in to show something on the field to sell that. Mm-hmm. It's, it's sort of a ladder effect here. We're on this ring of the ladder right now. The the uh, ring that you can't quite reach is elite high school recruiting because you, it's kind of a show me thing. You got to show them something, and you, all you can show them is, hey, I did this with Evan Ingram at Ole Miss. Hey, I did this with uh, Laquan Treadwell at Ole Miss. You know, I got Denzel Kendici or uh, Robert Kendici at Ole Miss. That's all good. That was years ago. What do you? What have you done for me lately? is how pretty much everybody operates anyway, in general. So um, I think you, Auburn fans do not want to hear, you got to be patient. I don't blame them, and I'm not going to say that. What I'm going to say is some of these things that are happening right now, if you miss on Joseph Phillips, unacceptable. If you miss on Cam Coleman, unacceptable. But I don't think it's completely over. I think you have time. I, I agree, and I, I, for whatever reason, like you said, I have more confidence in Freeze late in the, in the cycle, late in the recruiting year. Sure, uh, yeah. He's done that lately. You know, you talking about what has he done for me lately? Well, he closed like a month. Uh, he closed very good in 2023. <laughs> so yeah. I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt, but I will say this, Haskins lover, I do kind of understand where people are frustrated right now, concerned a little bit. I do understand that. Um so, and, and, for, and for the reasons I said below, because they, they closed so well in 2023 that you expected them to open 2024 extremely well, and it just hasn't happened. So I understand that. Um, I, I, I'm, you know, I can relate 100% because when, when I kind of got the feeling, uh-oh, things have turned with Joseph Phillips, I sat there for a minute and go, golly, man, that one, that bothers me a little bit. Because, I mean, it looked like it was going so well, and then, bam, it just flips. That's where you're talking about flipping the script. If you're Hugh Freeze, you can't let that happen anymore. And, right. and, and it's not really in your control until you can show everything that you got. And he hasn't gotten the chance to do that yet. All and the cards why, aren't on the table yet. That's why I think it, the sky's not falling. It bothers yeah. me, and it sure. should bother you too, but the sky's not falling yet. Not yet. Well, a little piece of cloud just fell a little bit, but not not. Yeah, yeah, right. This is raining a little bit. <laughs> oh, Jada, eighty-eight wants to know, in your opinion, how many games uh, in with a good showing would yield the results needed to sway swing recruits to Auburn? How many games? How many wins, Cole? Um, you talk about you know uh, having it on the field first. How many wins are we talking? Are we talking like seven? Well, I think he's asking how many games in, like five games into the season. Oh, be I thought he was – yeah, okay, that makes more sense too. I think that's what he's asking. No, let's go with that, yeah. 
That's a better question. Well, least. we revert back to the schedule. You know, UMass, you're not going to show anybody anything with that. Well, if you get to A&M and you're 4-0, mm-hmm. big time. Slip up and beat A&M, you got something. Uh, make it look pretty, you know, pretty good. Sorry. I think A&M, so if you're 3-0, and you've beaten UMass, you've beaten Cal, you've beaten Sanford, you're going to A&M, and Jay Head thinks it's a winnable game. I do too. Yeah, I think it is. I'm starting you, to believe that. You, you get to A&M and you get close or you look good or you even come out of there with a win. I think you're going to start seeing a, a little a little swing in momentum on the recruiting trail. Honestly, okay, to answer your question, Texas A&M then. That there you be, go. That game is game where you can, you can begin to say, look at us. Look what we got going here. Watch us uh, throw for 250 yards or something, you know, something like that against an SEC opponent. Sure. Mm-hmm. I'll be curious to see what that looks like. Uh, oh, Robert Dale won. Uh, over under uh, – is, is one half new public commitments by next week uh, with Bryce Kane committing before then and maybe Reese Baker on the potential. I would go over. And, and here, I expect, I expect, I expect Auburn, if they want Bryce Kane, to get Bryce Kane. Another one. As far yeah. as I'm it all hinges on Bryce Kane because I don't think Reese is going to have a decision quite exactly. yet. So probably, you know, if he's in. Right now, I say, I, I have a feeling, yes. I would take the over. But I'm not ready to make a prediction or anything. I just have a feeling, yes, that, that whatever happens while he's on campus could be, you know, could be the uh, the flip from Ole Miss there. And even though he's not committed, the momentum flip. KDB2 wants to know, odds of us landing Bryce Kane. And I'll tell you this no. much. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to update the hot board again on Friday. I'm going to have it at 50-50 going into the weekend. Um, even though it's probably Ole Miss 55-45 right now, I think it's going to be more 50-50 by the time Friday gets here, by the time he gets on campus, and by the time Monday gets here, after he's finished his visit, gotten home, and had think, time to think about it, and that I, I've also had time, Cole and I both have had time, to make sure that he's still a, a high priority for Auburn. You know, if he's going to be, be a take for Auburn this early. Yeah, um, yeah. I would expect that to be 55 or more. Well, I have an interesting theory about this, actually. Um, if if you are sort of playing it like you are right now, like we said, you, you haven't gotten all your cards on the table, but you're doing everything you possibly can to get Cam Coleman, and maybe sooner than he wants to do it, or he says he wants to do it. Is that why maybe a guy like Bryce Kane, they've they've said, eh, let's hold off for a minute, let's get Cam Coleman in the class, and then we'll start filling the other receivers behind you. Do you think they went, maybe it's just good to get a commitment. Maybe it would just be better to get somebody in right now uh, who we like. We know we like him, that kind of thing. You know, which way do you think it is? And I don't, and obviously Bryce Kane's an inside guy, right? He's a slot. Yeah, probably, yeah. I mean, he's, he's not going to affect Cam Coleman, and I would hope Cam Coleman, I don't give a shit who he is, I would hope Cam Coleman doesn't go, oh, man, they've already got a receiver, a next no. receiver. Yeah, I mean, I don't think he would. Get out of here, dude. If, 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 if he's that way, I wouldn't want him. I don't think he is. Sure, sure. But Bryce Kane is not going to uh, neg- negatively impact anything when it comes to that. And uh, be curious to see, man. Uh, I, I, I hope to know. More on Sunday, maybe Monday, but uh, I would have it fifty-fifty at worst right now, and fifty-five forty-five at best. Mm-hmm. I agree. Uh, uh, oh, Zach in the back. If Auburn signs oh. Daniel Hill and Fat Burnett, 
How do you feel like they will fit into the backfield together? That's a Cole Pinkston question. Um, Are they the same type of runner, Cole? Are they no. big, bruisers? Yeah, well, yes. They're both that way. But Daniel Hill's got a little more shake to him uh, and a little more speed, uh, just straight line speed. I mean, he looked – Daniel Hill's one of the more freaky guys in the class. So when I say freaky, I mean he can do so many things. But he's also 6'2", 220 pounds. You just aren't a lot of guys like that, especially at running back. You don't have a lot. I mean, guys of that nature that come to mind are like Najee Harris, you know, uh, Saquon Barkley, that kind of athleticism. I'm not trying to predict the same success, but this is the kind of running back he is. He can do a lot of different things, but he's also huge. So, Fat Burnett's a little bit more of a bruiser, in my opinion, a little bit more of a uh, one-cut slasher. This guy's more, I can do a lot of everything, and... I don't know if you've seen him as a receiver. He looks like Seth Williams, the guy that can go and catch it up in traffic or, or Jair Shorter. He looks yeah. like one of those guys. So just a do-it-all guy. I mean, I think Daniel Hill would be your feature guy with those two, but Burnett is just another one that comes in and, and bruises you. So I like the combination. It doesn't have to be a small guy and a big guy. Two big guys is sure. not not bad either. Look at Georgia. They have, they've been doing that for a while. Oh, Eli. Good question, Eli. Zach. Double lot. What was the most fun you've ever had in an Auburn sporting game event? Most fun I ever had was uh, telling old T. Brown he had a bad attitude. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, yeah. No, nah, I don't know what it was. Uh, I, hmm. Well, you know what? It probably was back in uh, circa 1999 when Auburn went to the swamp. I had the best time ever up in that damn upper deck. And the, I mean, if you've ever been to the swamp, dude, it's so it's almost vertical where they put the students when we were there. It's crazy. And I, I tumbled down those some bitches at least two or three times. Well, <laughs> they finally hauled me off to the pokey. I spent the night in the, <laughs> I spent the, night in the county jail with about 200 oh, other man. Auburn fans, and uh, we had a blast. <laughs> but, yeah, so, there you go, Eli. That's a good one. I considered – Florida. I went to Florida in 2019 when Bo Nix was a freshman. Tough game, but I had a good time there. Probably, uh, I would say the Cam Newton run uh, in 2010 against LSU. I was at that LSU game. The run, I remember that run like it was yesterday. It was, you know, when he busted up the middle right behind Mario Fannin, and then he made 17 people miss. That moment, it was kind of like, you know, me as a guy that was enjoying Auburn football at the time, it was like, wow. I mean, Auburn is the team right now in college football. Yeah. Cam Newton, there's not a better player than Cam Newton in college football. Like, they could really do it and went undefeated and won the whole thing. So that was the moment I knew it. Like, that's that's when I knew that was fixing to happen. Hey. And I was with an Alabama fan in that game who was not, you know, excited about going to the game, but he was like, that was pretty awesome. I was like, oh, that's cool. For, for, for personally, as a fan, that was you know one of my memories that I remember was back in then. But as professionally, was 2010 the comeback. I sat on the 45 yard line next to Philip Marshall in the press box. Oh yeah, and uh, you know watched Auburn you know fall behind 24 to three. I think it was 24 to nothing. 24 to nothing, or three at halftime. Yeah, it was three. And 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 then just sitting there with Philip and watching. What what happened that second half was just amazing, and you know I'm sitting here talking to Philip Marshall, who was you know my idol, you know, 
Yeah. Just, it was so cool that uh, we were sitting there just watching it together. It was like me and, you know, my dad or somebody. Yeah, uh, right, and and right. I was just sitting there watching this fan- unbelievable football game, this unbelievable uh, defense in the second half, this unbelievable generational quarterback. And uh, Terrell Zachary, one of my, you know, oh, yeah. watching him as a high school kid and, um, and, and him getting a long touchdown there. So uh, a lot of things worked for me that day, man. It was really cool, really special to be there with Philip Marshall and watch that game. So. Hmm. That was uh, one of my better uh, one of my better times. Uh, Auburn right. stuff. Rank the importance of factors. Rank the importance of factors needed to win blue chip recruiting battles on the east and west flanks. Man, Jay Head, this is such a Jay Head question because it I, is no, this is way over my head. Concept. <laughs> this is way over my head. Uh, let, me, let me even see if I can understand this. Okay, are we ranking? Here Here are the factors needed to win Blue Chip. There are a number of players drafted. They're winning games. Okay, proof of concept. Hmm. Oh, that was such a J. Head question. I think he's just giving three examples. Like, what is the biggest okay. thing Auburn needs to do to get okay. to win these Blue Chip recruiting battles? Uh-huh. One is money. Yeah, well, I, I think they're okay there. I really do. All right, just got to have it. NIL. I think we're good there. You, you could go – you could pretty much go check right there. Okay. Next um, – I don't think it's the number of players drafted. No. I think that's important. I don't think it's the next most important. Um, well, I think it's situational. So right now, in this situation, I think it's winning games and proof of concept that goes together to me. The proof of concept on the field is what's missing. I know it is because I've talked to Perry Thompson about it. I've talked to Cam Cohen about it. They wanted to see more at that A-Day game from the passing ah. game. They really did. Ooh. They were honest. Didn't think that could have been a big factor for these non-early commitments, man. They haven't seen shit. That was a big topic on the board this afternoon before we started, Jeffrey. People wow. were going, man, did that rain really hurt us? Wow. I don't think it's a killer, but I do think it hurt a little bit. I mean, you, you could have had a little bit more to show. Hey, you know, like I told you, we threw it 45 times in the A-Day game. Well, you didn't get to do that because it was a torrential downpour. So, um, <laughs> not it's not that big of a deal, but it was something that, could have helped a little at least when you're looking any little bit helps at this point right if you're uh Hugh Freeze and staff you're taking anything you can um but me to me it's it's proof of concept it's it's the uh I I got to see how Auburn's going to be this season I got to see how they're going to be under Hugh Freeze moving forward and that's why the transfer portal was such a big deal and that's why all the NIL attention went to the transfer portal because not only do we need to do I need to win to keep my job, I need to win to recruit. Got to have it. Mm. Winning cures everything. Mm. It truly does. Oh, Tyler Justice, could the slow start to 2024 be partly because the portal took a big chunk out of that budget? I was thinking about this earlier, Tyler. Hey, I don't, let me finish for the people who aren't watching and can't can't read it. Uh, Tyler Justice wants to know, could the slow start to 2024 class be partly because the portal took a big chunk out of that NIL budget? And um, I don't think so. No, but it did. T- it took a massive chunk of attention. That's my that was that's the point I've been trying to come to this whole time. It was the attention. In other words, hey, coaches, and they probably had a staff meeting. Look. All the NIL attention has to go to transfer portal right now. We've got to have it. If we don't have a good team, if we don't win some games we're not supposed to win, recruiting's not going to matter. My job's not going to matter. I'm not going to have a job here. You don't get three years anymore. You get two at the most. So, yeah, it went all to the portal. 
And I don't think they blew it on the portal. I think they just spent the time on the portal, and now they're having to transition back. All right, NIL, let's get things working with high school guys now. We weren't able to give them that attention because we were focused on portal, but we were building relationships while we were, you know, uh, handling NIL for transfer portal. So now I think you're starting to get back into it. That's why I think there's new names emerging and big names emerging. Auburn ATL. Will Auburn take three or four wide receivers from the high school ranks? If we landed Pam, Carrie, Kane, Pam, Perry. What did I say, Pam? <laughs> Pam and uh, Carrie. <laughs> Pam and Carrie, yeah. <laughs> oh, if we landed Perry, Thompson, Cam Coleman, yeah. Bryce Kane, do you think they'd be done? Uh, mm-hmm. Maybe. Mm-hmm. I mean, I. I mean, if they land Perry and Cam, they probably call it there. If they don't have Kane in the class already, I'm trying to think how many of these portal guys. So they signed what three or four portal wide receivers. You got four some young guys, four four guys. Uh, most of them have one year or two. Yeah, Shores, Shores got one. Uh, I think the others got more than one. Hollywood, maybe no, no. Mardner's got one. So Mardner and Shorter only have one. The other two have more than one. And Shorter, I believe, is a guy who could get the second one if he wanted it. Is he the one who yeah, hurt a couple so. Of years? So, uh, um, I, I, I would say three or four. I, I don't think there's a set plan right now, ATL. Um, at least uh, not that I know of. I think Auburn would like to get all three of those guys. Could be wrong, but um, I think that would certainly take them all. Mm. Frank Wah. 22, do you sense the staff is a little frustrated or disappointed so far with what, with that more quality 2024 high school guys haven't so far since more quality high school guys haven't committed yet? I, I don't know. I, I'm, I haven't sensed any frustration. Well, I'll tell you what. You, you let Joe Phillips commit to Georgia. You let DeMarcus Riddick slip away to Bama. And Hugh Freeze will be frustrated. I know enough about him, and I'm sure the rest of the staff will also be that way. But I just I know that Hugh Freeze; those are the ones that are important to him because he wants to beat them. It doesn't matter if they're you know you know playing Monopoly; he wants to beat them, Georgia and Alabama. So losing a recruiting battle is like losing on the field to them, in his opinion, and he's not going to take that lightly. That's why I just want to see how that plays out. He may not be able to overcome it this first year, but He's not going to take it lightly. It's going to make him anxious. He's going to lose sleep over it. We'll see what happens after that. Hmm. I like it. Oh, fifteen. Oh, Zach in the back. One more for Zach. Do either of you really believe Jalen and Bockway when he says Auburn has a hell? When hold on, let me finish this again for the people who are just listening. Do either <laughs> of you really believe Jalen and Bockway when he says Auburn has a real shot? My answer, and it might differ from Cole's, Zach, but mine is hell no. Auburn has maybe a 2 or 3% shot. I mean, the only way he doesn't end up with Alabama is if Alabama drops him. That's the only way. This is my opinion. The only reason he's doing right now, he's getting NIL. He's getting followers. He's getting uh, he's getting his uh, social media uh, followers up because that uh, – and listen, I want everybody to realize that. When these five-star kids are taking visits to other schools, they're getting those other fans as followers to their Instagram, to their Twitter, to their TikToks, 
because that is way to justify bigger NILs with the school that they're going to sign. So, unless uh, so, so I don't think Auburn has much of a shot, if any, with Jalen Bockway. I don't think he's ended up at Auburn. I really, I really don't. I, I can't say the same about Perry Thompson. I can't say the same about Sterling Dixon. Although I still think both of them end up at Alabama, but we'll, you know, I don't feel as strongly about them as I do in Bakway. I don't think in Bakway. I, I'm very confident that he signs with Alabama. Cole, do you, you think there's a shot, a real shot, according to Zach? I mean, uh, according to his question. No. Okay. I'm just gonna leave it at that for now. I don't, I don't see it happening. Dude, uh, that, that's that, Sterling might happen. Perry Thompson might happen. Jalen and Bakway is not happening, people. So go unfollow him, or what, if that's how you is, if if that's what he's he's searching for, and I don't blame him. But if that's, oh, I'll say at least on that front, I would think he would have. If you want to get your nil up and things of that nature, or your follow count up, wouldn't you go to like Tennessee or? Clemson, a totally different fan base to grab all that. I mean, everybody knows you in the state. It's just between Alabama and Auburn, he says. Oh, you're you thinking there's there's some interest there. I'm saying if he was trying to get his NIL count up or whatever, he would want to pull a different fan base in. Everybody at Auburn already knows Jalen Mbakwe. You know what I mean? Well, if I was going to boost my NIL, I would flirt with another school, hold the leverage – on Alabama to keep oh, well, yeah. me in the class. Yeah. Um, and, and perfect example, Tony Mitchell. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, that's not really new with NIL, is it? I mean, that's Tony Mitchell definitely increased his stock by uh, almost flipping to Auburn. Absolutely. His pet yeah. got large. Good for him. <laughs> Good for him. We saw um, some of that money. <laughs> Hey, we've got some uh, hibachis, and we'll get out of here, Cole. We've been we've been just spilling the tea like a bunch of little bitties out here, man. <laughs> let's uh, let's go. How, how, give me some hibachis. You said you got some this week. Yeah, I got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Get some. Three of them kind of go together: rice, kimosabi, and Logan W. Adams, because they went back and forth, just like in a triangle, arguing. <laughs> on the uh, Joseph Phillips note that I put up, which has like 9,000 views right now. Yeah. Um, but they're one of the reasons why it has like 9,000 views, because they kept it going forever, and yeah. it was entertaining. And then they all like, at the very same time, I love you, man. I'm sorry about this. <laughs> I didn't mean it when I called you an idiot or when I, you know, used foul language against you. I'm sorry about that. Hey, that's the way you're supposed to do it, folks. I knew you'd see it my way in the end. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I like that. But those three, they kept me entertained for a little while. All and, right. tr- and Tree Trunks is another one. He jumped in there and made a funny comment. So I'm, I'm throwing him one as well. And I, and I think in the same thread, Jason from Priceville was in there as well. So I'm throwing Jason from Priceville in there. Bobby Sweatpants gets one for me this week because he just keeps cracking me up, man. And, uh, he's He's... Whatever it is, he's doing it right. Ward Dan Eagle had a good comment. University of Auburn 
help me out with something. So uh, giving him one for sure. University then, of Auburn. University of Auburn. That's okay. right. And uh, two new guys. One is Nash Tiger. And the other one is our baseball guy. Trying to think. What Original Cajun Circa. Correct. Those are my other two. Dude, we were on, we were uh, we got a lot going on right here because I've got uh, Nash Tiger. So that's yep. uh, how about you, Nash Tiger uh, squared? How about you, Original Cajun Circa 1993 squared? How about you, the War Dan Eagle squared? Uh, I got you. How about you, the Good Fan? How about you, to AUB 2K? How about you, the BBAU 10? How about you, the Small Fox? How about you, the Goulet? G-O-U-L-E-T. So it's either Goulet or Goulet. It's Goulet because his picture is Robert Goulet. Oh, for real? <laughs> I, I have no idea who that is. Uh, <laughs> how about you, the Nash Tiger? How about you, the Buzzard 24? B-U-Z-Z-U-R-D, Buzzard 24. How about you, the C. Ritchie 8? How about you, the Original Cajun, circa 1993? How about you, the Steve Sawbone? And finally, how about you, the Mobala? Underscore Tiger sixty two. That's an old uh, us an OG Auburn poster. There made his move over to the corner. Certainly appreciate him and Nash Tiger. Both of those guys, man, new newbies coming in. We appreciate them for show. Big how about just to everybody, man. Another week of fantastic posting on the corner. We are loving our guys. We appreciate all of our subscribers. We really do, man. We uh we love it. If you haven't gotten uh, subscribed to Auburn Live on three, now is the perfect opportunity. As I said earlier, one dollar for three months. It's ridiculous, but uh, that's what they're doing. I mean, we have no control over it. On three was like, listen, we're going to give your people a dollar for three months, and I was like, no, no, dollar fifty. But they're like, no, nah, man, we're going to stay a dollar. So yeah. whatever, man. You know, what do I know? So a dollar. Prices we make, man. You, know? uh, you got to do something, you know. So a dollar <laughs> for three months, or if you want to go ahead and knock that year out for fifty bucks, I don't even know what what, what that comes down to—about four dollars a month. Yeah. So can't beat it, man. Go uh, go check us out, Auburn Live on three. We will be back Sunday night, six thirty p.m. for the call-in show for the live call-in show, and uh, again in uh, Auburn, Alabama, Auburn, Opelika, Lee County. If you're looking for. Uh, a new home, if you're looking to sell your home in the area, give Jessica Andrus a call at the Talents Group, 334-704-4442. Hey, man, we appreciate everybody listening. We appreciate everybody watching. For Cole, for J-Head, although he's uh, out of out of commission this week, we do uh, hope, hope for him the best. But anyways, for yep. J-Head, for Zach in the back, man, I'm Jeffrey Lee. Y'all stab that left lane. See ya. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.